0: SEN test cricket for tyre power. Spin bowling, great deals on Falken tyres. Save up to 25%. Adam Collins and Barat Sun with you. Stumps day four, a wet day in Manchester as we expected. What we didn't necessarily anticipate when we woke up this morning was 30 overs and 30 overs that went pretty well for Australia. That middle session worth one for 101 taking the five for 214. They're still 61 away from making England bat a second time but Mitchell Marsh is it? Is in. He's very much in. 31 from 107 balls so far. Batting with Cameron Green on three. Manus Labershane between times, completed his 11th Test ton, Second away from home, 111. Caught behind from the off-spin of Joe Root. It was a weird kind of day. I, I mentioned um, the off-spin of Joe Root. Why was he bowling? Because with 45 minutes until tea, they said, No more pace. Mm. And it was moen Ali and Joe Root only. And it, in a way, has given Australia a chance of taking a lead tomorrow, if and when they get on. Yeah, they were scoring at nearly seven and over when
1: the spinners were bowling and in a way, that led to Manas Labushain's dismissal. He was; he would be a little disappointed. He had a bigger score uh, up for the taking, uh, but uh, what a beautiful knock he played. He looked good in the first innings. He spoke to us after the first day's play and said, uh, this is what he was working towards, this kind of innings, this kind of setup in the crease. I've got to 51 in the first innings, and this time I think he played even better. Uh, he, he had better flow. He had better rhythm. And it was once the spinners came on, uh, or Ben Stokes was forced to bring the spinners on, he just decided, he you know what, I'm going to take it to them. He hit Joe Root for two massive sixes, I think maybe the biggest sixes of his career, I might be wrong, Uh, and really motored along. And he raced to his 100, didn't he? From 70-odd to uh, 100 very, very quickly. And he... uh, Looked really, really good for more, like I said. Uh, but then, you know, v- uh, fell prey to Joe Root's arm ball. Uh, I just saw on social media. Does he have the best arm ball in international cricket? <laughs> Ashwin might argue with it. Maybe Nathan Lyon as well. well it's but it's kind of an old school thing, isn't it? It I mean, is not it mean, Classic arm yeah, ball. Yeah,
0: Ashwin does it slightly differently. But with um, with Joe Root, who is perennially under bowled, he seems to always take a wicket, a couple of quite important ones at Birmingham, going back to the first test of, of this series. But it took a good piece of bowling, albeit a cut shot that Labuschagne shouldn't have played. But by that stage, um, they. Given Australia, I sort of mentioned the lead, it's kind of not really about that. It's more about psychologically getting themselves to a position where they stop the bleeding. You know, four wickets yesterday, three in the final session, a couple of those in the last half an hour, whereas today they came out and batted in a way that looked like they were vaguely in control of where they were going.
1: In bowling conditions, in conditions which were designed for Anderson, Wokes, Broad, and maybe even Mark Wood. Uh, And England started with Anderson and Wood, and then Wokes came into the attack. They tried Broad, they tried Wood again, they tried Anderson again, they tried Wokes again. So England gave it everything. Uh, But I thought England maybe understandably got a little desperate because even when play started at 2.45pm you were, you thought okay the rain's going to come in 15 minutes or 25 minutes it's coming from Liverpool it's coming from the side. so we didn't expect uh, to get an entire sessions play we thought maybe it's 20-25 minutes and maybe England thought like that as well because Stokes was changing his bowlers around quite a bit uh, they went to the short ball ploy briefly got the ball changed unfortunately it is when they got the ball changed which did start swinging that the light went Porter
0: and Mark Wood was brought into the attack. It was but the next was over there. wasn't it? Just it was jump the jump in there, over. Baz. So the yeah. next over after Anderson gets the ball changed up. Bowling a lot of short stuff. Probably to scuff the ball up. That mm. was the, the theory of Louis Cameron on our broadcast today that they wanted to get the ball sufficiently scuffed up to get it. Ball changed because the original one wasn't swinging. This did swing and all of two minutes later they're told sorry guys and look you're a, an accredited umpire so I'm interested in your perspective on this with the umpires making that call that spin only would be used from that point forward. That was before they'd even taken a. a Mm-hmm. reader meeting by the way um, but it, is this a is this something that, that that's in keeping with modern cricket that only spin bowlers can be used I mean at, at one level it feels like either it's good enough to play or, or not good enough to play right
1: I mean in a way you can argue that yeah you players use uh, helmets and like you know they are protective uh, enough or they play enough of a role to protect a bat- batter uh, from any kind of injury and other other, other equipment as well but it comes down to the umpire because at any level of cricket out there in the middle, the player's safety is in the umpire's hands. So e- even without the light meter rating, if they think—I mean, I know there's been a lot of criticism of the two umpires because they had their dark shades on, but that's regardless as i mean, that that doesn't matter. Besides the point, if they think that someone like Mark Wood or even any of the fast bowlers can potentially cause. physical harm to to the batter because he or she can't side the ball. They have no option. Their hands are tied. They have to take that call. Uh, And obviously, England had an option to go off. I mean, all you need to do is bring a fastball and that would have been the spirit of cricket would have been spoken about Uh, once again Australia might have got more lashes points for that but you you never expected that to happen and eventually England will
0: turn around and say it worked out for them Joe Root did get rid of Manas Labashin. A quick word for uh, Mitchell Marsh who was a long way from the Ashes 11 going back a month or so but um, to get in the way that he did to perform the way that he has um, his career might be reborn on the basis of what he's done at Leeds and now Manchester. He just looked good in every innings he's got out there, right? He looked good even in the second innings
1: uh, at Headingley, but then you know he had to re- resume that innings under very different conditions the next evening, and he got nicked off by Chris Wokes. Uh, got a brilliant 50 in the first innings as well. Uh, looked like he turned the game around for Australia before get, getting out of the best ball we've seen bowled all test match long from Chris Wokes. Uh, and the fact that he's able to play different kinds of innings. Uh, Headingley 100 was different to what he's done uh, uh, yesterday a little bit, but today in particular, he defended. Manus was the aggressor, which is rarely uh, the case when you have Mitchell Marsh at the other end. Uh, He looked a little jittery against spin to start with, but I think then he started getting into his groove. Uh, But he handled the the seam, the movement, uh, and the short pitch ball really well. And he looks good for a big score. And has he overtaken Cameron Green? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a tough call. Going into Lords. I mean, Cam Green has a chance to redeem himself. He's not had a great series. Uh, maybe he can get some confidence from his fellow Western Australian at the other end and make a fist of it. But, uh, you know, going into the Oval, there will be some hard decisions taken, and I think Mitchell Marsh is ahead of Cam Green at the moment.
0: Yeah, and Green will have a chance tomorrow. He'll resume on three. Whenever they get on, that's a live question. There's a, 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 a weather warning that's yeah. gone around Manchester in the last half an hour for tomorrow. So the forecast is actually worse tomorrow than it was for today, 24 hours ago. But we've been taught over the years not to pay too much attention to the weather here in Manchester as far as the forecast is concerned. So time will tell. Our coverage for tyre power, spin bowling, great deals on Falcon tyres. So up to 25%. Adam Collins, Sunderison. We will see what comes tomorrow. Join us on the broadcast half an hour before the first ball.
2: Here we go. Last ball of the over. Lavashane on strike. And he goes back into his crease. He's going to pick up his 100th run, pushing out into the offside. And... a deliriously happy Manus is Lavacheyn isn't really showing it, he's just waving his bat to the crowd. He knows there's plenty more work to be done, it's his 11th Test hundred, second second time he's managed one against England, and he's playing a terrific knock, a really vital one. His team, their backs to the wall, and he's getting a massive bear hug from Mitchell Marsh. He's had a torrid time in this series, England thought they'd worked him out, but in this match, a 50 in the first innings and a 100 in the second, he is saving Australia's bacon. Look, Root in and uh, oh no, it's a big appeal for Claude behind. Bairstow loves this and I think they're going to take this upstairs you know. besto's convinced him, was short, he went back into his crease, Lavochet, went to cut, it bounced out of Bairstow's hands and then he took the catch on the rebound. I think that's out. Uh, well well Lavochet's done a little nod there and Root might have the breakthrough. Given not out on the field, so they're going to have to refer it. We are going to a DRS with Aymar. Well, this looks just perilously close to that outside edge. It's a cut shot. And have England somehow prized the breakthrough? We're seeing now. There it is. it wow. is. The edge is there and Labuschagne has got to go. And Root has picked up. Oh wait, a wicket. is 58th wicket in test cricket.
1: Uh, Manus Labuschagne obviously you would have preferred this 100 coming earlier in the series. But uh, you've been working a lot on getting everything together with your batting. You said you batted as well as you have in the series in the first innings. Uh, did it come together even better here and with the 100 uh, at a crucial time?
3: Yeah, you're spot on. I feel like um, my series so far has built um, uh, from where I was at Edgbaston, um, where I didn't really feel um, like I... Yeah, it was in a great space with my, with my te- with technique. I felt like I was very uncharacteristic dismissals from me and, and sort of progressed through the next few games. And, and, and it was nice for it to all come together here today. Um, obviously disappointing to get out there at the end, um, knowing what's at stake uh, tomorrow.
1: It was a bizarre day, right? It was expected to rain all through the day, uh, no play possible, and then all of a sudden we got like a proper full session in. Uh, so just mentally tuning in for that, and what was it like out there? It felt like bowling conditions throughout.
3: Yeah, it, it was. I mean, obviously the difference was they had an old ball, it was, it was reversing, so um, they weren't able to get, you know, the natural swing from the conditions. Um, But yeah, it was, it was, you know, they obviously came hard at us with Woody early and, and, you know, we had to sort of um, weather that and and, and absorb that and, um, yeah, it was a really good partnership. My first time I ever batted with Mitch um, and it was a great way to build and we were able to continue to build and build and build and um, the communication was so good out there. We're really enjoying batting together. but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot still at stake and you know, hopefully the boys can get it done tomorrow.
1: Just about batting with Mitch. Uh, I was watching you yesterday when Travis Head got out and Mitch Marsh walked out to bat. You seemed like overly excited. You were like clapping your hands and going and patting him on the back. Was it just the celebration of batting together for the first time?
3: Um, yeah, I always try and be quite relaxed for, for people that are coming in um, to bat. Uh, I, I, I feel like there's enough uh, panic and stress as a batter already. Uh, not including the circumstances, the scenario. So, just being, you know, smile on my face, uh, enjoying, and, and just getting getting to bat with him first. I, I actually said to him, "It's the first time we've batted together. How good!" And and we sort of just, yeah, build a little partnership and a connection there, and then we're able to build from there.
1: Only you would know stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just finally, um, uh, look, you put your team in a good position. We don't know how much play we're going to get tomorrow. Five wickets to go. And, and just your. Uh, the way you treated the spinners, uh, the lead has come down as well, the deficit. Uh, how do you see tomorrow playing out? And if there is play, uh, do you think there is... Uh, I mean, Graham Green, Mitchell Marsh and the rest can see it off?
3: Yeah, I, I think the key for us is I think it's going to continue to put pressure back on England a little bit when we see an opportunity, um, getting that deficit down and starting to build a lead. And once you get to build a lead, I think then you're taking more time out of the game. You take three overs for a changeover. You take uh, more and more time from, from the match. And, um, you know, so for us, it's going to be the, the beautiful balance between aggression and um, absorbing uh, the, the English attack. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Manas. Awesome, Brad. Thank you.